Last time on Inside the Cave. I think the 21st century American African is the worst one we've produced on this soil. When you look at the 17th century black man and woman during slavery, you look at the 18th century black man and woman, you look at the 19th century black man and woman, and by the way, the 19th century black man and woman was the most progressive black man and woman we've had on earth since the fall of the great dynasty. To me, you took part in the Republicans' game of voter suppression. Nah, I totally disagree. Okay. And I would say, first of all, when you're dealing with policy towards black people, it doesn't matter if they're Democratic or Republican. Neither party has a program to improve the quality of life of black people. The failure of black people to show up in significant numbers for Hillary Clinton was the result of the fact that Barack Obama just didn't do anything for black folks. Republicans had nothing to do with it. I can talk about a lot of black people that I know individuals. that succeeded under President Obama. Trying to ask a question. Okay. Do you believe that the unemployment rate of black folks is due to the fact that they're too lazy to go look for a job? Partly, yeah. Yeah, I said, yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. Well, we definitely going to disagree on that. Yeah. We got kids out here that's 21, 22 years old as uh, murdering people and in the process, uh, they hitting babies. So Donald Trump bring in the feds and bring in tanks and things like that. First of all, it's a contradiction for any government to claim that they're bringing in military to protect the lives of some, okay, while they allow their police, which is an wow. extension of the military as a result of the Patriot Act and Homeland Security, to kill other black people. If you were president, what policies would you put in place to try to help empower black people? I would also see to it that every white Jesus in America is burned. And the last thing that I would do, any black man who is not married to a black woman would have to pay a tax of marrying outside of his race. And one more time, you said if any black man is with a white woman, what's going to happen? He's going to have to pay a tax for marrying outside of his race. <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? It's time to go inside the cave. Inside the cave. With CB, the leader. Joe Dirt. Dirty Joe. Valley Val. Frugal Valley. Big Dog. Full Tide. Said. <laughs> Cousin Lamar. International D, the international lover, and cat inside the cave, the number one podcast in Shy. Three Lee Films. All right, here we go. Welcome back to Inside the Cave at thecavepodcast.com and now inside the cavepodcast.com. Go to that website. If you still go to Inside the Cave blog, that is, that is fine too because it's going to direct you to. The new URL, InsideTheCavePodcast.com. That is where you need to go to see all of what's going on with Inside the Cave. Thank you to all of our listeners and new subscribers over the past few weeks. Listening to us on iTunes, TuneIn, and Google Play Store. Much appreciated. That Dr. Umar Johnson episode, last episode, has been doing great, great numbers on that. So thank you to everybody who's listening to Inside the Cave. And the last few episodes have been doing great as well. So thank you all. Really appreciate it. I am CB at I'm the Real CB. And next, oh God, no, he's not here. Jesus Christ, I forgot. Joe Dirt is not here tonight. He's a little sick baby tonight. He called in sick. So also with us today, he's a Southern baby from Alabama, Big Dog. What's up with it, man? 
Hey, uh, Big Dog, what you giving up for Lent, brother? I'm undecided right now. Thinking about giving up marriage for uh, Lent. How far, <laughs> how far you think I'm going to go? <laughs> you crazy. How far you think I'm going to go with that, Big Dog? Not too far. Yeah, I think so. Also with us today, Cousin Lamar is making his first appearance of the year. What's going on, fellas? What's up, everybody? Welcome yeah. back. Yeah, man. And Veli Vel will be here uh, pretty soon, I'm thinking. And uh, also with us, he, <laughs> man, about three or four episodes in a row, he's been stirring up some shit on Inside the Cave. He always brings it when he's on. The Cleese Report, you can go check that out. And also from Three Lee Films, Roland. What's good? What's good, people? All right, hey, we got a good show today. We got um, the Cave Spotlight, two, uh, two Cave Spotlights today calling in. So uh, make sure you check that out coming in uh, on our first break. Two Cave Spotlights, uh, Chicago artists, the boy Illinois and Jeff Coons, they calling in. Two decent rappers, and uh, we're going to play their song on the Big Dogs Cave Spotlight. So if, you got, if you're interested in being part of that, uh, get your get a clip of your song being played under the cave spotlight on Inside the Cave and featured on Inside the Cave Podcast.com. All right, let's get it started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, the A Block, Kill Yourself and Start Over on Inside the Cave. Man, I can't, I can't get used to not Joe, Joe not being here. Who you got, big dog? Man. You know, I had to go back and forth on this one, bro. And uh, I think I got to go with Remy Martin. man. Wait a minute, you get it. <laughs> that's a shocker, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a big shocker. Explain yourself. Hey, that's what I came to do, baby. So, what's the first rule of the streets? <laughs> no so, talking, no snitching, right? Oh, yeah. absolutely, right, right. Okay, right. Remy Ma from the streets, right? True that. Now, don't get me wrong, that Sheetra is. Hey, she was cold as ice. Right. But bro, was she dry snitching throughout the whole song or what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't hear that part. Okay, Ebro, he married, right? Oh. She snitching. <laughs> I mean, you just go down the list, man. It's like every every goddamn uh, every every so many bars, you know what I'm saying? She dry snitching. All fair and love and water. Hey, I understand. You know she gonna murder um, murder Nikki, but but goddamn, bro. <laughs> just for the just for the dry snitching she did on that track, I got to give a kill yourself and start over. Hey. I wasn't oh. expecting that. I know you wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, 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 they supposed to look out for each other. They, 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 you know, they let huh? each other know. When the guy's messing up, who the first to snitch? It's always the females. There's always <laughs> the females. That's right. Yeah, yeah. This is what they do. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, hey, I get it, brother, but just because of that dry snitching, man, she got to get that kid yourself and start over. Boy, that's a shocker, boy. I know man, it, man. man. And then on the flip side of that, I got to give Nikki kill yourself and start over. 
<laughs> she definitely get one. <laughs> How you gonna step out there and start some shit and then you go hide? <laughs> hey, she just, so she you, just taking a number from her man. Exactly. So wait a minute, you think she started it? She didn't necessarily start it, but she stirred it up a little bit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, last I checked, Nikki and Remy kind of the same chick. <laughs> they both been under the knife, you know what I'm saying? Yes, yes, sir. So, uh, hey, I'm just saying, bro. Damn. I mean, I got to give her credit for that track, though, but she was dry snitching like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, man, that's interesting, big dog. I'm expecting that. Hey, uh, who you got? You know what add to that? Now, okay. uh, Superhead got banned, right? She got blackballed, I think. She yeah, got... you know, she was she was snitching. Now, if Remy from the streets, and you know she mm-hmm. got all this street cred or whatever, who you think gonna do any kind of dirt around Remy? True, true. But so 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 you think she knew? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, did, did did Remy not know Ebro was married? Yeah, yeah. Did, did everybody else that she threw under the bus along with Nikki, did she not think that they was going to catch a little heat behind that? Yeah. Try snitching at its finest. Yeah, I, I mean, you got a point. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't look at it that way. I I, I, I know you, you know. didn't. You just looking at that track. It was, she just went in, right? She just went in, right? I don't think anybody have. saw it that way. <laughs> Even the man. big dog, big dog. Even the big dog, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Do my dirt all by my lonely. <laughs> man. And I ain't telling on myself. Wow. Yeah, wasn't expecting that. All right, who you got, Lamar? Mm-hmm. All right, so I was uh, on Facebook, and I came across this uh, thing on MSNBC. And uh, we all know, you know, Donald Trump, he could probably get a kid himself and start over every day. But uh, one of his recent picks as Commerce Secretary, uh, Wilbur Ross, this dude got so many ties to yeah. Russian, uh, 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 shit, you name it. I mean, uh, to Vladimir Putin, to his whole crew. He's uh, like one of the heads at the Bank of Cyprus, and he's also got some some ties to the uh, 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 Deutsche Bank. And this dude is dirty. He's just flat out dirty, and the shit is 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 laid out for everybody to see. Uh, by uh, Rachel Maddow, she did a you know nice little presentation on it on uh, MSNBC, but. Uh, yeah, he was just nominated as a commerce, uh, uh, secretary of commerce uh, for Donald Trump in his cabinet. So that, that hands down, is my kill yourself and start over uh, for this week. For this week. Hey, you know what? I saw, damn, I saw that. And yeah. and everybody is talking about uh, Trump, Trump's address to Congress. Mm-hmm. And, and I keep telling people it's the, it's the old uh, magician. Look what yeah. I'm doing in my left hand, but don't pay attention to what I'm doing with my right hand behind my back because Trump set a different tone last night or Tuesday night. And I mean, I, I watched it. I didn't watch it live. I said, I'm not watching it live. But I, I went on the news and I saw how people were talking about it. So I watched it on YouTube and I'm like, who, who is this? I mean, the way he talked in the calm right. manner and everything, and it changed the narrative in the news cycle. 
oh, Trump is going this way. So everybody is talking about Trump's address and he conveniently didn't even put out his plan for deportation again because he said the good news in the, in the news media has been so positive. He wants to keep that going that what you're talking about, Lamar, kind of just snuck in. Oh, yeah. Ain't nobody so, talking. You can't even find a news article on it. That is crazy. I mean, and now this is like this is like the second or third guy he has in his cabinet that that's linked to the, man. Something's going on, man. When there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, that's that's kind of typical of all past administrations. They always hide their hands, <laughs> throw throw rocks and hide their hands. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one, though. I mean, but this is so blatant. Obvious, though. Maybe because I'm just paying attention. Maybe because we just paying attention to him more often. I don't know, but... That, that, well, means... you know how, well, you know how uh, Dave Chappelle said, he's like, man, he was like, I'm a conspiracy theorist to a point, but I just connect the dots that just other people don't connect. You just connecting dots, brother, because to be honest with you, nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. And this administration, it, it seems to me, I mean, Past administrations have been bad, but I think you're going to see a lot of this. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, things happening on the left and uh, uh, something happening on the right. They're, they're going to do a lot of smoke screening, you know, just like this whole outrage with uh, uh, Kelly S, the way she was sitting on the couch. And it was like, uh, you know, another puppet show. And y'all talking about this woman. I mean, yeah, it was trashy, but who cares? She's just sitting on the couch. How about you had a, what, 30, 30 um, HBCU presidents in a room with Trump, and it's and then it, it gets leaked that uh, um, the one brother said they had one minute each to speak. And wow. Yeah, they were supposed to get three minutes. It got knocked down to one, and all of them couldn't even get the talk. I think they only made it through about 10, 15 of them. So they was, so it was a pure photo a photo op then. Huh? They got hey, how Ice T said, y'all might be too young, but uh, you played yourself. <laughs> yeah, man. I didn't know that. So everybody that's saying that we don't uh, that we that we don't report the facts here. Thank you, Roland, for uh, elaborating on that, man. That, that man, I didn't even know that shit. Wow. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, who you got, Roland? So many choices this week. So many choices. We got time. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I was gonna go Nicki Minaj, but Big Dog kind of killed that with the whole Remy Ma piece. Cause I was gonna say how you how you come to a gunfight with a knife, how you come to a uh, the SATs with a pen. But uh, I'm gonna leave that one. I'm gonna let that one lie because we kind of turn flipped it on Remy. But um. I'm a, I'm a give I'm a give it to on a lighter note I'm gonna give it to Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah, Nick Cannon. Nick Cannon. Okay. Oh, man, poor Nick Cannon. And this is more of a big group hug than a really a kill yourself and start over. The young man got fired from off of uh, what's the show called? The little. Uh, you got talent or yeah america's got talent america's got talent he got fired off that show so he goes he goes to social media and he goes to all his platforms and he talks about how you how you going to you can't fire a boss and now he's doing uh he did this he, a really really nice 
uh, I guess, spoken word rap song about uh, kind of dissing the Oscars, but not dissing the Oscars, where he, you know, was talking about all the people who got killed by police. It's, it was pretty, it was actually pretty dope. But um, I feel bad for Nick Cannon because you're, 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 you're acting out because you got fired. So just like we talked about on this show before, what happens now? When they let you back in, when they come a calling, are you going to turn your back on this little stance you got now? Um, are you going to see this through? Are you an activist now? You know, did you save up enough guap to, to make it through this? Are you going to make your own projects? You know what I mean? Are you going to come out with your own movies? Like pretty much his career is dead now. The, the industry don't play this speaking out. So I pretty much want to give him a kill yourself and start over for speaking out of turn. You know how it goes, homie. <laughs> step your ass, step your ass back in line, and oh, wow. uh, it will. It will see you on the next TV show, uh, stepping and fetching and cooning. Get out of here, Roland. You stop that shit. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I knew I was gonna wake the dog. Wow. And, and the thing is, uh, I mean, Nick, Nick. You're pretty much on point. Nick got a lot of businesses and stuff like that, so I don't I don't think it's gonna affect him financially. But the way he walked out on NBC, I gotta kind of agree with you though that it's gonna be pretty hard for him to have a keep keep his career going in Hollywood. Let me let me explain something to you real quick. Let me let me tell let me teach y'all. Let me let me show you something. Let me tell you how this thing works, okay? When you, this is, this is what Bill Cosby tried to do. Bill Cosby tried to actually buy NBC. It wasn't, it wasn't some secret merger. He wasn't trying to pull the rug out from anybody. This man collected his dough over the years. NBC was actually for sale and he threw his name in the hat. I don't know if he was popping pills back in the day or not. But I will say this. One thing about the industry is, is when you step out of line, they will either frame you or they will expose your dirt. And for trying to buy NBC, you've seen what happened to Bill Cosby. Just watch. Let Nick Cannon keep talking and you'll see what happened. Wow. Just keep that in mind. So you heard it here first. So you're saying that if there's any dirt on Nick Cannon, uh, there's gonna be somebody that's gonna come out and expose him, and uh, that's what you predicted. He's gonna be in the same case, same situation as Bill Cosby. Well, well, Bill Cosby was like throwing a cinder block in 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 a, in a um in a swimming pool. <laughs> Nick Can Nick Cannon is like throwing a pebble in the ocean, man. Nick Cannon ain't nobody. Um, his little guap that he got saved up, you know what I mean? He'll be able to function. I ain't saying the man gonna be begging for, you know, scraping for pennies or nothing like that. But what I am saying is, is let him keep talking out of turn and the industry ain't gonna play that. I, I've been watching this thing for too long. As soon as he, if he keeps beating this horse, he wants to be this activist. I'm telling you, he's either gonna disappear. He's either gonna have some dirt pulled on him, whether it's true or untrue. TMC is gonna have something in his face. He's gonna get caught up in something. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? Like he's not gonna have, a, he's not gonna be famous for the right stuff anymore. I'll just say that. You heard it here first. <laughs> 
right. You do know we got you on tape, right? <laughs> now you are. I told I told y'all last week. You already know I'm being watched. Wow. All right. You on well, deck, Roland? Well. Uh, here's my my kill yourself and start over. Uh, I'm not gonna no name no blame, but I keep hearing from all these younger people telling me that no CB, you're a dinosaur. You don't understand the the wave of hip hop now. You gotta be catchy. You gotta have a dance to go with your music. You gotta, you gotta have a hashtag. You gotta have something for people to catch on to. You gotta be part of the wave, brother. And the words of Big Dog, who you trying to convince? So meanwhile, all these guys are coming out with dance routines and and pop songs and calling themselves hip hop. But we just saw Remy Ma. I seen a video of Young M.A. and Nicki Minaj kill herself or start over or whatnot. They spitting bars like the late 90s, early 2000s. But these guys are, 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 are acting like Destiny's Child. They want to form groups and dance routines and all this stuff. But these girls are spitting bars and getting respect for it. And it brought me back to something that we, we talked about before on the show. About the, I think it's Big, Big Roland brought it up. The demask what's it called? The ma- the demasculation of the black man or what am I saying that right? It's effemination. Femination? Yeah. Because uh, now how is that that these girls are on here spitting like 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 the guys used to spit? Hardcore. Listen to Young MA's freestyle. I mean, come on. And these guys feel like they gotta look like women, man. They these guys look like the women. Dressed like the women we used to chase back in the day. There's something wrong with that. These guys will sell their soul for this music business. They'll put on a dress if they have to, makeup if they have to, and all this. But then these girls can come in here and spit bars. So all of you guys that think that we got to be part of the wave and and dance routines and hashtags, you think that's what's going to get you on. You guys can kill yourself and start over. In particular, one person who I talked to Sunday, you know who you are. You definitely kill yourself and start over. That's it for me. Uh, That was kill yourself and start over. Uh, we got a lot of feedback from uh, the past couple shows. So uh, let's get into this. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar. Emails and complaints. Emails and complaints with Cousin Lamar. On Inside the Cave. All right, cuz. All right, cuz, what we got? All right, cool. So uh, first up, we got uh, Dallas Nate Webb. Uh, Dallas writes in, he says, great interview with Dr. Umar Johnson. Yeah, new listener from uh, saw that on Facebook. Thank you. Thank you. All right, and then next up we got Carol. Uh, Carol writes in, she says, uh, not used to the serious side of Joe Dirt doing the Dr. Umar Johnson interview, but you can tell Joe deeply cares for his city and wants and wants a solution. Good job, Joe. Attaboy, Joe. Attaboy, Joe. All right, next up we got uh, Anonymous. Uh, Anonymous says, OMG, I asked, is it normal for my man to compliment my brother? And somehow he got turned into a guy who did time in the pen and has a <laughs> Y'all are a hot mess. 
Yeah, you sent it in, so you just never know what you're going to do. <laughs> we, we are not licensed professionals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Now, that, that anonymous is the person who actually sent the letter in, for those that's listening. She sent the letter in about her brother being complimented by her, her fiancé, I believe. And uh, we gave her our opinions, and... Uh, she, yeah, well, go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> a very popular episode. <laughs> but thank you for responding back. We, uh, people always ask if people are going to respond back to to the letter, but she did respond back. All right, what else we got? All right, so next up we got Lance. Lance says, uh, last episode was by far the funniest episode you all did. Was the whole crew together? Sound like Big Dog was going to jump across the table on y'all when he kept getting complimented by the guys on the show. Uh, Big Dog don't. Hey, I, I don't know about them compliments, man. Them compliments <laughs> was kind of like a a backhanded compliment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hey, Big Dog, when you said, "Man, y'all getting out of hand," I was weak. <laughs> He's like, "Y'all took it. Y'all took it too far." <laughs> oh man, cuz did you ever hear that stuff? No, no, man. I, I got to go back and listen to it. I, hey, man, I, do yourself a favor, man. Don't worry about it. No, <laughs> just go ahead. Fast forward back past that, huh? Whoa. Tell me, man. Pretty good. Damn. All right. All right. So next up, we got uh, Cheryl. Cheryl writes in. She says, uh, Roland is a good addition to the show, but lost me with the LeBron being privileged jump. I, I don't understand how you don't see it. Hey man, don't start that shit. <laughs> don't you start that shit, Roma. <laughs> All right. All right, next up we got Ben. Ben says, I'm glad Big Dog didn't let Roland get away with those remarks on privileged elites. I think we especially should support our own better. But when CB asks, when did Big Dog become a coach for Nick? <laughs> for Nick said, you fell out laughing. <laughs> Great show, guys. <laughs> hey, yeah. hold, on, hold on a second. Do, do not get this twisted, man. I am all for supporting our people. It was a conversation on what sport elite privilege looks like. It wasn't a diss or a snap at LeBron. LeBron, I spoke about the word ambassador. He has been by far the best ambassador we've had in the game for a long time, especially coming behind Kobe and Michael Jordan as two guys who you couldn't hear a peep out of as far as what, what, what conscious things happen in the community. So, nah, please do not misunderstand me when, you know, when I talk something seemingly against LeBron, it is respectful criticism or speaking of something that I believe is fact. Totally respect LeBron, and he's that dude. Believe that. I just think well, you lost everybody when you said he didn't work hard and he didn't earn that privilege. Oh, I kept saying, somebody go back and listen to the show. I know what you said. I but... kept saying he worked really, really hard. But when you're 6'5", 230. That does not automatically get you in the NBA. What I'm looking at I'm looking at six five to seven foot motherfuckers every day. But they ain't but in it, the NBA. But it gives you but it gives you a path 
of least resistance. Like I said, if he wasn't 6'5", 230 with the talent that he had at the age of 13. With the talent but, that he had working on. Okay, that's good enough. No, 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 we can no. move on to the next. Uh, to the next can, can I get my thought out? No, nope, we don't want to hear that shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, hey, no matter how you would try to explain it, we're not trying to hear that. You killing me. Uh, move, go ahead, Cus Lamar, move on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, we got Trisha. Trisha writes in, she says, uh, just listen to the last show. I haven't laughed this much from the show in a long time. I love it. I love it. Shout out to Trisha. Trisha has been listening, listening from the very beginning. So I want to give a shout out to Trisha. And uh, yeah, just want to say that. Thank you very much for that. Hasn't missed the show. That's what's up. What's up? What's up? All right, next, I, I'm probably gonna butcher this name. It's either Miss Mar Miss Marche. All right, well, she writes in. She says, "CB, what the hell was that bullshit ass rant? I'm giving <laughs> CB a kill yourself and start over with that crazy rant about women being seen and not heard. I hope his wife went upside his head for that shit right there. Hello, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, when this show." What's up? We did a we got an interview coming up with uh Fresno Quindo. He's gonna be boxing for the championship. And uh check this out. So I talked since she asked what my wife thinks about this. So I tried to go live on Instagram, right? And I went on live for like 30 seconds and one person logged in and immediately I turned it off. <laughs> and so I told my wife that. She's like she said, what do you mean? I said, man, I, she said, you didn't give it enough time. He said, how are you going to go in there for 30 seconds and then turn it off? I said, look, <laughs> I'm a man with pride. I said, if I'm on there for 30 seconds, only one person logged in. I said, that's telling me all I need to know. So I just turned it off. She says, yeah, but that doesn't mean people are not feeling you. She said, if you probably would have had a naked woman or something on there, it probably everybody would have logged in. I said, Really? So I said, you kind of, you kind of agree with what I said that women are better seen than heard. So, since you asked about me and my wife, I give you a little insight. That's the real discussion that me and my wife had. She thinks that our Instagram live would have been popping if we would have had a naked woman on the screen. So, there you go. Sit there allowing your wife like that. I'm telling you, she said it. She said it. She said it. She was saying that, you know, we probably would enjoy the visual a better than looking at your eyeglass going live. I think that's what she was trying to tell you. Either way you want to say it, big dog, women are better seen than heard. It's the same thing, huh? Women want, you just said, women are better seen than heard. There it is. I, I think, I, CB, yeah. CB, I think, I think, you, you come you come off across real real gritty. I I, I think that to help you clarify what you're saying is is okay. that is is that when it comes to America, people like to look at women than to listen to women. It's not that women shouldn't be heard. It's not that women don't have something important to say. They're just it's better just seen than heard. <laughs> That's, we're saying the same thing. You can you can camouflage it and color it up how you want to say it, but we're saying the same thing. 
Women because of Lamar, I tried to help, man. He's it's, just you guys, you, We're saying the same thing. No, no we're not. No, 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 we're not. We're okay. saying that first, I mean, look at Oh, Lord. You know, the visual always comes first. Yes. But if, you know, once she opened her mouth and if it's fucked up, then we don't want to see her either. We just gonna we just gonna follow her on Instagram. And I think I think like men, I mean, women are the same way with guys. No, they're not. You no, know, like not. you know, for example, like we always tell you that you talk too goddamn much. It's not true, big dog. <laughs> it's not true, big dog. What is the church? What is the church filled with? A bunch of women sitting around listening to a man preach all day. So, unless so what is that unless that preacher is saying something fucked up then don't nobody want to hear it. that's not true there's a women the women will show up every week and sit up there and listen to this man talk doesn't matter what he's done in the past but they'll sit back and listen to that stuff the, a pastor can get i know i know lamar you can uh, vouch for this there's pastors in chicago that have gotten arrested gone to prison, came right back to their church and started preaching on Sunday, telling people what they had to do. And, and and the women are in there saying, yes, yes, preach on, Pastor. Amen, amen, amen. Okay. What do you expect from Chicago? Hey, this, 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 is, this, is, this is the church period. This is, this is church period, brother. What I'm trying to... Chicago. Hey, like what I'm saying is this. Women are better seen than heard. That's what... Hey, it is what it is. You got. We're, we're glad your signal bad right now. <laughs> right, right. You My <laughs> signal bad. Uh, hey, well, it is what it is. What else we got? <laughs> what else we got, Cuz? All right. Next up, we got Tracy. Tracy writes in. She says, "Cat's uh, Corner really made me understand men a lot. I thought about the worst blind double date, and it was." I thought about the worst blind double date and it was because I asked my friend's man how his friend looked and he was nothing like that nigga described. <laughs> I was pissed off until I heard this week's show and now I understand because men really don't know how other men look. Nah, we really don't. Yeah. <laughs> we really don't. Glad, glad we could help. <laughs> yeah, we really don't. <laughs> All right, and then last up, we got uh, probably gonna mess his name up too. Uh, looks like Lachey. So Lachey writes in, she says, I don't even know you guys, but the way Cat's Corner played out was so funny. From CB not knowing how his friend of 20 years looked, to Belly not knowing how he looks, to Roland saying he couldn't pick his friend out of a lineup, and Big Dog being upset with compliments that was pure comedy. And we laughed from beginning to end. I feel so sorry for Cat. <laughs> well, it is what it is. <laughs> a lot of feedback from that show. All right, uh, that was uh, emails and complaints with Lamar. Hey, uh, I don't know if Cat's coming in, but if Cat doesn't come in, we're going to do a uh, Big Dog's Outhouse. Lamar, I couldn't send it to you because it was all in my text, so I couldn't format it. And I tried to send it to you so it didn't go through, so I'll just, I'll just read these. But it's going to be it's pretty interesting what people got. All right, uh, so... Before we get into that, no no international D again. Go figure. Uh, I want to do a quick sports update. Sports update. Your weekly sports update on Inside the Cave. Uh, find this interesting. What do you guys think about Kevin Durant going down for Golden State? Karma. <laughs> 
I don't normally agree with Roland, but goddamn it, Roland. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> That's what he. That's what his ass get for that's that sucker what, move. Hold on, hold on. That's what his bitch ass get. Oh man! <laughs> I gotta take you to the street on this one, Roland. Oh, bitch ass nigga. <laughs> your bitch ass daddy. <laughs> Lamar, come on, man. What do you think about this, man? Like you said, it's karma. What man, get the fuck <laughs> I'm just saying. Hey, y'all are wrong, man. Hey, look, listen, listen, listen. Hey, hey, you know what? <laughs> y'all are wrong. Man. Hey, look, man, y'all my guy. But if you beat me today, you got to beat me tomorrow. I'm not finna come get on your team, bro. Wow. But listen, listen. This is what's funny about this whole ordeal, man. I listen to podcasts, sports podcasts all day long, man, every week. they Everybody seems to be missing the point. Everybody says upward mobility. He's allowed to do this. His contract was up. All of this stuff. But listen, here's how you know one or two things. Either he's the biggest bitch ever in the NBA or it's rigged. So I know you don't want to say it's rigged because as they was going through the season, three people off of Golden State was talking to Kevin Durant. I mean, Kevin Durant. So you you don't think you don't think LeBron James was talking with Darren Williams, his former Olympic teammate, and that's how he ended up getting on this team. You don't think LeBron was talking with Kyle Korver. You don't think LeBron was talking with Dwayne Wade, and that's how he ended up on the Miami Heat. All these guys are talking. Oh, man. oh, oh time out, time out. When 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 LeBron went to Miami, I called that shit crooked too. That was wrong too. That's what I'm saying. I, I, I didn't agree with that. It's I, called. I didn't agree with him going it's called. It's called collusion. What I'm saying is, is that when you talk about during the season, they're trying to convince him, dude, when you become a free agent, we want you to come over here. Nothing it's, wrong. It's not even like Golden State beat them. And Let me tell you something. Golden State didn't want to have to deal with Durant and Westbrook ass the following season. So they sit down and they quartered his ass and got him to come over there and join them. No, no, no. It's deeper than that. It's hey, that, that sums it up, bro. Dog, no, it's deeper than that. Listen, he, they talked to him all season. It's not even like they they didn't meet up in the in the, in the uh, playoffs. They and not only did they meet up, it wasn't like Golden State was clearly the superior team. Exactly. It's, it's not even like they blew a three-one lead because of they didn't have enough bench. They didn't have enough this. Westbrook was messing up. They blew a 3-1 lead because Kevin Durant stunk. Exactly. Dude, that's, they, that's, come on. Come on. And, and truth be told. Did he uh, throw it? Did he throw the game? Was I, he throwing I, games? Throw the series. Did he throw the series? Yeah. Come I, on, I, man. Is I, nobody I, seeing this but me? Well, okay. Hey, even Steph Curry stunk during the finals. And yeah, and I said that too. So that made me think maybe that he did that on, they lost that on purpose. So then they'll have a reason where they can have Durant on their team. I don't know, bro. I mean, you, you don't my take when they come down to the, uh, <laughs> to those two guys, what, what they call them, the Splash Brothers. Yeah. I said, I'll take Clay over, over uh, my man any day. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I just feel like he played a little too reckless with the ball. Okay, well, let me but, ask you. Um, but on the real note, I'm going to say this. I have no issue with with these these guys in this era being business smart enough to where they got control over their own destiny. So they're not just tied in to a franchise, you know, like, because, I mean, to be honest, all, all the old school players, yeah. if they had their weight, they would have gotten out of their contracts. Right. But they wasn't smart enough. Right. They didn't they didn't they didn't have the smarts to market themselves to where they didn't get paid to like the latter years of they of their um NBA career. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Jordan didn't start getting paid till later on. I mean he right. was getting endorsement money, but he didn't get paid till later. Right. I agree. Bar- Barkley got held hostage. I mean, and then all these guys toward the end of their career, then you know what I'm saying, they they start doing the same thing. So basically, if the old cats hadn't a jump ship toward the end because they was chasing the title, these new NBA players now wouldn't be looking at that, saying that I gotta move now while I'm in my prime because I don't wanna be Charles Barkley waiting until I'm old and then trying to chase a title and I can't get one. Okay, well, I, I, I agree with that. I just wanna know, do y'all, are y'all all count, counting Golden State out? No, not, they still got a shot. They ain't count them in. Damn. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because normally when it gets to the playoff, the game changes. Yeah. If they allow Cleveland to play physical, y'all can say what you want to say about LeBron. You know, he flop around. I mean, they all do it or whatever. But if they let that man play, who's going to stop him? What you think, what you think LeBron? Said, this shit don't get real until you get into the playoffs. Once you make it to the playoffs, the games change, man. I mean, besides that, I think it's all orchestrated. You can have the best team in the world. Like, what the hell happened? Why? Why did Cleveland even win? I, I just throw that out there. Why? Why? Why, why did Cleveland win? I, I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm happy they won, but I think this shit is orchestrated from beginning to end. So. I think I think so too, especially the past couple of years. I think so too. It's I know too everybody much. want to say if Draymond had been there, you know, it would have been different. But look here, if LeBron held them off by himself and a series, and they had to struggle to get past Cleveland, you know what I'm saying? I just I don't honor that. I don't honor that title. Yeah. Oh no! It was, it was like it was like it was like a team against one man. Well, no, I disagree with that. Now, I mean, let's give Ka- let's let's give Kyrie some props now. Did Golden State not struggle to get past LeBron when everybody was hurt? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I agree, but they still lost though. I know, I know they lost, but I'm saying they struggled, and LeBron was by himself. Exactly. Like now, you mean to tell me you think that Draymond Green gonna make that big of a difference? It was up 3-1. They was up 3-1, though, dog. Come oh, on. Yeah. It was up 3-1. Hey, man, this chest not checkers, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, no, no. Like you, you just said a mouthful. It like, is chest. Checkmate. Now, now, if, if, if I'm allowed back on with the conspiracy theories, <laughs> I, got, I actually got a sports one, and I'm, I'm going to give you a quick window into it is if we if we trace back all the way back to about the early 80s i think it is you can see where franchises 
I don't I can't understand why. Like why is there a why is there a team in Oklahoma City? But look at the moves that just happened for um for uh New, New Orleans. Basically they just they just got a deal where they all they had to give up is uh two two nickels in a quarter to get a player. You know what I mean? So it's like to me, these you got what how many teams is there? 34 teams? You got 34 owners, man. Some of the most powerful. We're talking about billionaires in the room. Hey, you know what? I think we will let you back on to talk about that because you got me thinking about some stuff too. So I think we will talk about that because uh, you're making me think back on a lot of things. We're going to talk about that next time, man. Uh, I like that. Just think about it. Just think about it. Orchestrate it. I, 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 I agree. I agree. It's starting to turn into WWE, and which is not a bad thing because Vince McMahon is making money hand over fist over, uh, you know, sports entertainment. So, if, if yeah, but they'll they'll never allow it though. They'll never allow. It's 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 the, to me allowing the the American people to know that basketball, baseball, and football is rigged or there's preset determinations already made would be the equivalent of the American people realizing that your dollar in your pocket is not not, not worth anything anymore. It's the equivalent. The whole system would crash. Alright, that was our sports update. We'll be right back with more Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crushes and cave crushes. Inside the Cave. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorant guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and cave crushes. Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Maya, and I'm going inside the cave. And cave crushes. Inside the cave, the number one podcast in Chai. Go, welcome back to Inside the Cave. I need everybody to go to Three Leaf Films on Instagram if you want to get your social media. Get, get one minute intro, one minute promo. Wallpaper, Snapchat filters, go to three films on Instagram. Use the word inside the cave. And don't know inside the cave got you. To get your social media looking right. So I met I met this guy at uh, the Swing PR Media Fest uh, in August. And I uh, glad that we only we only talked for a little bit, so now I want to get back to uh, talking with him again. He's a Chicago hip hop fashion icon. Welcome back to Inside the Cave, the boy Illinois. What's going on, man? How you feeling? Now tell me, tell me about this name. How did you get your name? Oh, uh, my name came from a movie called Hoodlum. Oh. Um, uh, it was uh, I, I'm, I'm from over east, and I was into Bump J a lot. Right. And uh, so he had a big influence on me, and Bumpy Johnson is in the movie Hoodlum. Yeah. So uh, his cousin, his fictional cousin in the movie, is Illinois Court. So that was my name at first. And then I just changed it to the boy Illinois. Nice, nice, nice. Okay, so you, yeah. you call yourself a fashion icon. Why is that? I mean, you know, they gave me a war for it. <laughs> just bad really? Okay. So I, I, don't, I don't even have to call it. That's what they, that's what they tell me. <laughs> okay, explain that. Who was they? Who, who was they saying? Oh, the, the um, Chicago Museum. Uh, they had a, um, 
had awards, Chicago Fashion Awards. I won uh, Best Best Dress Entertainer for Chicago. I was nominated with some other cats like Common and Chance the Rapper. And you been? So, hey, so describe your music, man. What, what's 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 the newest what's the newest joint you got, man? Uh, the newest joint we just put out. I just put out a joint with YP, only YP shout out YP. Yeah. Uh, called Downtown, real upbeat type joint. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just fun, just have fun with it. I got a project coming out soon, but until then, I just been releasing fun joints, joints that that we've had in the chamber since we've been on tour. So we're just putting out this music, so the name can, can keep going out there. We keep this momentum going. Okay, two things before you get too far ahead. Uh, yes, what's, what, what's a fun joint? What you mean by a fun joint? Yeah, no, just just make feel good music. You know, yeah. it ain't really no no serious topic, nothing that, that make you gotta think too much about it. It's just you know, it's just for you to bounce. You know what I'm saying? That's, 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 what, I, that's what the fun trade is. Right, right, right. Now, you say you just got off a tour. What, what, what tour? How was the tour? What tour was you? Oh, the tour, I did a tour with Lupe Fiasco. I tour probably So Hip Hop Weekly named you as the next to blow artist. Is that 20? Yeah, that was, I don't think that, that was last year sometime. 20, that was 2016? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, got, we, we didn't put a project out in 2016. Pretty much took the tour out, yeah. Right. So, yeah, so how, how you was know, it, we how, got it one way or another. How was it, like, being on tour with, like, a, a guy like Lupe Fiasco? I mean, he's a, he's a big dude. You know what I'm saying? He's a big dude. He's a very intelligent dude, but he's real cool. Man. Yeah. A lot of street fighter. A lot of street fighter. Yeah. I'm like, what's the that's, that's, yes, a lot of street fighter. Wow, wow, wow. So so dude, like uh were, were you like the opening act or were you like coming on with him or how, how was that? Uh it was uh three four eight, one, two. Yeah, it was three actually told most of the time. Nice. Uh, act before me, uh, and then I came on right before the Nice. Nice. Yeah. I mean, so that's a big deal, bro. Yeah, you know yeah, in terms of direction support. So, so like, cause like, so you the key. So like, if you bomb, Lupe ain't got yeah. no, you know what I'm saying? Ain't got no crowd. So that's a that's a yeah. that's a lot you of know, trust. That's my job to get a hype. Yeah, man, that's dope, man. Oh yeah, yeah, that's dope. Cause you, I mean, I've seen it. Like, yeah. uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Certain artists would be like, nah, I don't want nobody. Coming on before me because I don't know what they're gonna uh-huh. do to the crowd. So, all right. So, tell us what what what's a, what can they expect from like uh, you know the boy Illinois on, on um in concert? Like, what can they expect from a show, a live show? Uh, it's a lot of energy. Yeah. That's how I tell you. And if you're receptive to energy, then you have a good time. Nice man, nice. Yo, like any any wild stories, any groupy stories, any fun stories, anything like. Dude in DC dressed <laughs> in a frog outfit. What? Yeah, it was random. And uh, he gave, he made his way toward the stage while Lou was rapping. You know, like in between songs, actually handed him these two laminated pieces of paper. And he was around, like, you know, Lou was like, man, you know, you just stuck out. He's like, what is this? What's going on, bro? You know what? The, the, the frog outfit and everything. <laughs> like, what's going on? So he has these papers and he's just 
one was for me too, and it's full of like inspirational quotes from different leaders from from different times of the world. It was just crazy. Yeah, like yeah. it's so random, but it was it was dope though. Yeah, I imagine somebody walking, especially in in today's world, somebody walking up in the frog. Frog, man. Yeah, yeah. Dressed as a frog. Like, you're a Lupe Fiasco concert dressed as a frog. Yeah, I understand that. Insecurity didn't stop him, huh? Nah, nobody stopped him. Yeah, yeah. Nobody stopped him. That's why they're afraid of what it is. Nah, nah, I'm actually looking at your website, boyillinois.com. Everybody go there and check that out. It's nice, nice, man. So, no groupie stories yet. You ain't got none. Nah, 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 no crazy Damn. I always love Hopefully hearing. Hopefully never. Hopefully <laughs> never. Nobody try to trap never. you. Nobody try to trap I know. you. Oh, no trauma. Yeah, you man. Know, I'm straight. Yeah. Okay. So, so tell me, anybody you collab with? You know what I'm saying? I just did get collab with YP. Yeah. Um, I got uh, some stuff coming with the producer soundtrack. We did produce a lot of loose, loose, loose stuff. Uh, we got a joint that's gonna be on my album later on this year. Um, I'm been producing. I've been really collab with their producers mm-hmm. really, for the most part. Uh, track sounds from Houston. Okay. Um, just a couple other cats that I've been running into because I've been on tour with Lou and they'll be at the show. We exchange info and get in tune with each other and we go from there. Yeah. How, how uh you you talk with Lou y'all real close so y'all you know you good with him? Yeah, yeah. I, I holler at him every once in a while. How is he? I, I, how is he? When he when he not uh when he not on tour, you know he 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 he, he focus on some one thing or another, so I don't really bother too much. He's like he's a, he's like a legend, you know what I'm saying? I remember like him being part of the Black Album, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. So, yeah. but then it was like, you know with the whole Obama thing, you know what I mean? So that, yeah. so that, that kind of like, so like, does he ever talk about that? Do you know about his politics? Or y'all ever had those nah, kind of discussions? Yeah, yeah, he just really don't care no more. You don't care, okay. Nah, he's, he's going, he's, he's probably gonna move out of the country soon, so it's like. Really? Politics, politics, it ain't really. Now, my face, you can't really live here. So, in a area. Is he gonna is he gonna move out the country or Trump is gonna deport him? What which one are we talking about? <laughs> Shoot. One way or another. I was trying to leave. Hey, hey, buy my ticket for me, that's cool with me. <laughs> that's cool with me. Right. <laughs> ticket on you? Sure. That's all right. I can leave sooner. I'd have to leave it anyway. So. Right, right. That's right. how I probably look at it. Yeah. You got any videos or anything out, man? Yeah, I got some videos out. We just put out a um, last video I put out was um, the initiation, but the video before that was the ruler class to end my last project. Inside, what I was real successful joint. Who had committed to this? Yeah, I, I sent them a deal with a video. Yeah. This fool tweeted it out before it was supposed to be released, and we was just like, "Fuck it." That's love. That's yeah. love, man. Big homie looked out. That's love. Definitely. Yeah, man. Yeah, we checked it out. Want everybody to go to insidethecaveblog.com and uh, under the cave spotlight, you can check that out too, right there, man. Hey, give everybody your social media, man, where they can find you, check you out, man, book you, no whatever doubt, they want to no do. Doubt. It's uh, y'all can check me out, the boy Illinois. Everything spelled grammatically correct. But if you ever see me in person, you just call me Illy because the boy Illinois is a lot of syllables. 
you know, really push you, push your energy like that. Just call me up. Yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Now, now you uh everything on the uh your Instagram, Snapchat, all that's on the same yep. thing. Yeah, yeah, everything uniform, so I'm easy to find. That's what's up right there. Make it real easy for the, all the stupid people out there. You wouldn't believe. Dang, stupid Jeez. little lady, one the other. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Make it accessible to them. <laughs> they got money too. Yeah, it pretty much goes hand in hand, man. Hey, 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 yeah. like, hey, you know what I always want to know though before I let you go? What, what's it like on an off day? You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, on, I was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's off it? days on tour, I'm amazing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. What y'all get into? You get to experience the city you were. So like, and then you, if you were somebody like Lou, you might get to go to Nassau, which we did. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we go to Nassau on the off day. Yeah. We're going to Harvard. You know what I'm saying? To the hip hop uh, collection they got there, the hip hop archives. I mean, and Knife Wonder started. You know what I'm saying? Right, like right. Off day here, off day there. We're going to Penn State. Going to the, the uh, Symbiotics Lab. It's just all type of stuff you're doing off day, especially when you got a celebrity big homie. You get to go places that other people don't get to go. So it's cool. So, so like being on an off day with, with with somebody like Lou and then even yourself, is it like you not you not in the studio constantly? Is so you really do take Heck time nah. away? Okay, good. Heck nah, man, you ain't in the studio, man. Like that's the hardest thing to do is to create, unless you got it on, on the bus with you. Because mm. most of the time, majority of your time on the road is gonna be driving on the road. Yeah. That's what the large majority of the time is going to be. Like, you, we do, like, 14, 16, 12 here, another 11, just yeah. to go from city to city. So you're on the road most of the time. You're just like, man, I just want to do something yeah. to keep me sane. Yeah, yeah. So, what's the, what's the, what's the best city you've been in other than Chicago? Uh, Nebraska. 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 Okay, okay, hold on. I, I, I'm getting ready to let you go, but now you got to explain. What was so good about Omaha, Nebraska? The energy. The energy. What kind of crowd is that? Um, it's the Cornhuskers. So, got the University of Nebraska there. So, five college kids, I'll tell you that. When were you there? We was just there two months ago. Shout out to Jariah Horn, uh, freshman. All our freshmen uh, kid playing on uh, Nebraska corn. What's that? Nebraska. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He plays on that. I think he's number two. Shout out to Jariah Horn. Yeah, no, wait, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. But I still can't understand, like, like. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just in certain places that you go, that you know that they don't get certain stuff there all the time. Ah. Uh, when they when they get it, they appreciate it, and they appreciate the hell out of that show. That so, is. so it'd be like the concert and the after party and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes it depends, mm. right, but it's time, man. <laughs> well, well, give me another city. What's another good city? Um, Riverside, California was ridiculous. I can, I That's can like imagine. Town. I can believe that. I can believe Riverside that. Riverside was, no, I think that was our, the biggest show. I think it was probably like five or 6,000 people in there. I can believe that. Well, you said how many people? About five or 6,000. Wow. Give me one more city for the road. Portland. Portland. Yeah. Nike Town. Yes, sir. Portland, Oregon. Shout out, my homie Jeff Jordan. Okay, okay. T t tell me, tell me about Portland, man. Tell me what, what's that like out there. It rains a lot. Rain. The weed is legal. The weed is legal in Portland. The weed is 
didn't know that. And it's Nike time. Yeah, man, I did not know that. That's what's up right there. Weed is legal in Portland. So you said shout out to Jeff Jordan. You know him, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's that's my bro. We went to school together. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Whitney Young? Nah, we went to U of I together. Oh, okay, okay, all right. Yeah, we actually brought him out. It was his birthday when we was in Portland, so me and Lou brought him on stage. And everybody sang happy birthday to him. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Real cool, real cool. That's what's up, man. That's what's good. So he's so he's still a uh, humble, low key dude, huh? He's super low key. Yeah. Super low key. Yeah, yeah. Cause he one of them like attention at all. Cause one of the brothers really liked the attention. That's probably Marcus. Marcus, okay, yeah, yeah. Marcus yeah, kind of happy. Shout out Marcus. He got a store in Orlando, the trophy room. Nice. Yeah. Check that out if y'all in Orlando. Yeah. yeah. So you good with both of them, huh? Yeah, but I'm more with Jeff. Like we've been knowing each other since so I was like a junior in college. Yeah. Like about six years ago. Nice, 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 nice. One yeah. more, one more time, man. Give everybody your social media where they can find you. One more no time. time. Yes, sir. Y'all can find me T H E B O Y I W L I N O I S. Download the Fire Fan app at the App Store on iPhone devices and at the Google Play Store for Android devices and use the code CAVE, C-A-V-E, to ignite your passion for sports. I'm the type of nigga that'll roll a cone. After that, I go and hop in traffic. Spark it up next to anybody, don't care it all. If they see me hit it, I'm the type of nigga that'll scoop your bra like a dead ball. T.O. fanatic. She got the slightest of attitudes, yeah. we'll drop her off, it should get dramatic, yeah. but that action only if it calls for it, but usually you never hit my line, like your lady it. friend doing all the time, I the all time it. great, with a business mind, yeah. I'm the type of nigga that can flip a house in the short week, see my chill game, must be acrobatic with a balanced beam, at a somersault with a diving team, see I'm finally doing the things that I'm supposed to. Fucking with me, but y'all sit it down. They be acting so diddy, it might be a pity. You with me? Me and JR go way back. Way before he was thinking gray shit. Way before your boy had Guala. But now I'm growing with mature taste. I'm the type of nigga that can type a verse. Like how you feeling like all your ears worse. The type of nigga that can make your back face. Second thoughts like I must be raised. Jeff Coons on the heels now. Whoever run the game, Achilles getting cut. Inside the cave. Hey, here we go. Welcome back to Inside the Cave. Everybody go to insidethecaveblog.com under the cave spotlight. Check out today's guest. Also, if you're on social media, go to at uh, three leaf films. Get your promos, one minute promos for Instagram. Get your Snapchat filters at three leaf films. They are the official sponsor for Inside the Cave. All right, so. My PR lady sent me press kit of a kid, and I said, oh, okay, let me check him out. Heard the joint, automatically loved it. Don't say that often, but automatically loved it. So welcome to Inside the Cave, the homie Jeff Coons. What's up, man? What's good with you? What's good? What's good? Yo, I'm happy to be here, man. Happy to be here. 
You know what I like, man? The sort of the song is called Tight, right? Yes, sir. Okay, everybody go to InsideTheCaveBlog.com and you can hear that song. Check it out right there. Um, what I like about it, right? At first, I listened to it twice. I was like, yo, is it two people rapping? And then I realized that's you. Yeah. Dead. That's sick, bro. Like, you don't see people doing that, you know? You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody keeps the same flow for the most part. You've really flipped it and switched it up a little bit. So tell me about your style, man. Well, man, honestly, bro, it it, it came it came from a uh, a place of frustration, bro. Like huh. when I when I when I developed that sound and, and that and that style, I was in a real real. Uh, uh, frustrated spot, you know what I'm saying? I was in school. Um, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't making the music that I wanted to make. I was being held back by a few personal things in my life, and it kind of just gave me some type of energy, you know what I'm saying? To 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 do that, to to make to make my voice do what it does, you know what I'm saying? It's it's almost it's almost like it comes from a, a deep deep frustration of me trying to get to where i'm trying to go you know what i'm saying that's that's where you get all that energy and that yeah. that uh that that passion you know and those two different voices you know what i'm saying like it, it comes from a place of frustration honestly definitely understand that right there but you know the last person that i remember who, who used to do that a lot was tupac tupac used to do that <laughs> a lot did you know that yeah, I did. I'm a big, I'm a big Tupac fan. Especially, Definitely. especially like on the Thug Life album, and I believe like his a lot of his earlier work, he would um like go into yeah. like a deeper voice and like almost the same as you talk from like a sense of frustration and shit. And I always like you know thought Pac was ill because he can do stuff like that. So when I immediately heard that at first, like I said, I thought it was two people. Then I was like, oh, that's the kid. He's doing it all himself. So I like. That's crazy, man. I like that. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, man. Just trying to do something different, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, paying homage to those who came before me, gave me gave me some inspiration, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. So, so how old are you, man? How old am I? Yeah. Uh, I'm 23 years old, bro. Nice, nice, young dude, young dude. Hey, so, but you said you like a, 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 you were inspired by '80s contemporary artists. Yeah. Explain, uh, explain that. Uh, yeah, man. So, the name Jeff Coons uh, comes from a uh, contemporary '80s artist, um, and he was real, real popping in the '80s, and and he he really changed the game as far as the art world went, like. He came in at a time where a lot of the art was going in a certain direction. And when he came on the scene, he kind of challenged everybody's views on how you can actually make art and produce art. And I feel like I'm the same way, you know what I'm saying, sonically. Uh, I'm, I feel like I'm his sonic representation as far as his work goes and his ideals and how he feels about art in general it's the same way i feel about art and music you know what i'm saying so it just all coincides that's really where i got the inspiration from from the name and just me as an artist myself you know what i'm saying it wasn't even from no rapper it's actually from a he, he a sculptor his name is jeff coons man that's dope i never heard of him that is dope 
Wow. Yeah. yeah you're a deep dude to, 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 to even, like, how'd you even hear him? Well, I've been in school for the past five years. I got my degree in uh, fine arts. Okay. So I've been studying art for the past five years. And I was, they, you know, they put, they put me on to a lot of art history classes and stuff like that. So I had to learn about a lot of different artists, you know, in the time, in the last uh, 50 years or so. Actually, a lot, a lot earlier than that, but mainly they, they, they taught us about, you know what I'm saying, um, people people from the past 30 or 40 years. So I had a little bit of knowledge just, just based on that, uh, mainly from my school, you know what I'm saying? Mainly my, my school gave me gave me that knowledge. <laughs> what, what school you go to? I, uh, I graduated from EIU, Eastern okay. Illinois University. Oh, okay. That's what's up. All right, all right. Now, now, uh, uh, let's talk about your performance. Like, uh, what, what can people expect from like, you know, Jeff Coons' performance on a live show? What can they expect? Man, honestly, it's a, it's a, it's a perfect representation of the music that you hear. You hear live and loud, loud voices. A lot of energy it's the same thing with my shows like you can expect a lot of jumping up and down a lot of a lot of yelling a lot of moshing a lot of a lot of energy really um no in no type of way am i a guy who just stands on stage and raps to the crowd like i definitely get involved i jump around i, I make i make you feel welcome you know i make you want to party right just energy, man. You can expect a lot of energy from from my live performances. I'm 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 interested to in know like how would you when you perform type, you know, which I think is a is a very dope song. Uh, how 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 you do that? Like when you go into your other voice and your other or other like character, like how you do that? I, I'm interested to see that. You know, I think people once people hear the song, I'm sure people will want to come check you out and see that too. Yeah, it's it's hard. It's actually hard to do. Um, I do it. It's a breathing thing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? My breathing gotta be right. If yeah. my breathing is right before I take the next bar, I can usually, I can usually do it. So whatever you hear, you know, in the record is what you gonna hear on stage. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear you hear my voice getting high. You'll hear it getting high. You hear it getting deep. It'll get deep. You know what I'm saying? I try to stay con- as uh, consistent with the actual track in my performances as I can. Yeah, but it does get difficult though. I ain't gonna start to you. It's hard to do live, but you know it's 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 still dope. And, you know I love to do it for the fans and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. How many shows have you done so far? Man, overall, man, I done, I done did over over fifty fifty shows in the past five years. I say in the past four years. No. Oh, okay. um, yeah, a lot of a lot of shows back at the crib from Champaign, Illinois. Yeah. Um, I've been to New York. I've been to L.A. I've been to Austin, uh, Chicago, of course. Uh, just a little bit everywhere all over the map in the past four years. Now, so what, what, what do you probably think is the the the, the hypest city you performed in? The hypest city I performed in going after I I gotta give it to uh, New York because. Really? When we was in New York, we was like we was like in Brooklyn with it. We was in Bed Stuy, Brooklyn, like yeah. right in the middle. Real, real dope show, bro. Like people was coming from the streets, 
coming in because it was like it was like this bar that was like inside outside yeah and uh people was coming by off the streets just vibing really really getting in tune yeah. you know what i'm saying some people it is some you would expect up in new york you know what i'm saying like it's like the essence you know the essence is like yeah. uh, where it all started yeah yeah indeed indeed and we really got that feeling when we went out there i feel like that's the probably the hypest city i've been to so far i ain't been everywhere else though so reason as to why I put so much on my body, you know what I'm saying? I feel as though as human beings, you know, we are canvases. We are, we, we can be written on and make and, and have beautiful pieces of artwork on us, you know what I'm saying? And I love art that much to where, you know, I, I can make that bond for the rest of my life. And that's why I got so many tattoos, bro. It's, it, it is, it is a big, big love for art. You that's, draw that's yourself? You said what? Do you draw yourself? You paint or draw yourself? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. I, I paint. I draw. I sculpt. I do ceramic work. Um, pretty much all forms of fine art. I'm adapting. You know what I'm saying? I, I believe my specialty is painting, though. Deep. That's deep. That's deep. It's a lot of yeah. money. It's a lot of money in uh, in art, especially in paintings. Now, it's a, a lot of money. It's, I ain't gonna say it's like now, but I'm talking about it's like. It seemed like our eyes recently have been opened up to it. You know what I'm saying? Like over the past like five, six years, that our yeah, eyes yeah. Have opened up For to real. it. And it's a lot of money in it too. So that's real deep. Yeah, that's yeah, I know yeah. that's right. <laughs> now back to the music and that thing. Um, who who would you say is like your inspirations or like who can you say your style is similar to? Uh, Ludacris is a big uh influence in my music uh, i grew up listening to a lot of 2000s rap yeah i was i was seven years old in the 90s like i got seven years of that so i got a lot of 90s inspiration but most of my inspiration came from the 2000s that's when i started understanding music you know what i'm saying but um ludicrous um biggie tupac Kendrick Lamar, these are these are the these are the people I I have in mind when I be formulating. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would I would give it up to them them four people or them three people specifically: Tupac, Big, Luda. Like those are those are those are my creative influences. When you when you hear my music, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Uh, nice, nice, nice. All right, man. So t- uh, what's 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 the next project, man? What's next at the tight? We actually, uh, we just dropped a single today. Um, it's called uh, T-S-Y-L. Word. What's that stand yeah. for? Mm-hmm. So that'll be the next step, you know what I'm saying? Getting that rocking. Now, what's that? You say it's called, it says T-S-Y-L? Yeah, what's T-S-Y-L. It stands for the shit you like. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's lit, you know what I'm saying? We just dropped that. You can get that on SoundCloud. Dot com forward slash Jeff Coons J E F F K W O N Z. Got a video so coming for that? You said what? You got a video coming for that? I got a video coming for that. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. It'll be uh, dropping in the probably next couple of weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, via YouTube. Uh, 
So yeah, bro, that's how we rocking, bro. The, okay. the, got this single, got this single that just dropped today. Got the music video dropping in the next week or two weeks or so. I probably want to say a week though. Yeah. At the, at the, yeah, next week, most likely. Very deep, brother, man. I really like what I'm hearing, man. You know, uh, guy that's got his hands and mind into a whole bunch of shit. I really like what I'm hearing, man. Like I said, the moment I turned on the joint, you know what I'm saying, type, I was like, yeah, I'm a fan right away. So, man, I'm glad you came on. I'm glad you, uh, glad to get, get to know you. Got, I'm glad to let our listeners hear a little bit more about you and stuff like that. Yo, give everybody your social media where they can find you. Hey, most of that, bro. Once again, thank you for having me, G. Yeah, no um, but yeah, man, uh, y'all can follow me on all social media sites, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, my Twitter is at underscore J-E-F-F-K-O-O-N-Z. Same goes for my Instagram, at underscore J-E-F-F-K-O-O-N-Z. Uh, you can follow me on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash Jeff Coons, J-E-F-F-K-O-O-N-Z. Um, and once again, man, make sure y'all go on soundcloud.com and listen to Type is out now, uh, www.soundcloud.com forward slash Jeff Coons. And also uh, listen to T-S-Y-L, just dropped today. Uh, so make sure y'all check that out, man. Follow me on social media. I follow back. I'm a normal dude, you know what I'm saying? We just trying to grow, man. We just trying to build. No doubt, no doubt. You ain't a normal dude, man. You got you, you kind of like a, a dude that's like out this world for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I ain't never <laughs> really met somebody, you know, comp, young and complex like you. So yeah, that, that's you got a lot. You got a lot going on, man. Appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it, man. Big Dogs Cave Spotlight of the Week on Inside the Cave. What is it? The search. Inside the Cave. This is the shit that you lie, don't you? This is the shit that you lie, huh? Walk around looking like my gone. Don't no fuck with you niggas, just wait in line. But I'm maxed up and you mad, ain't you? It's like I'm gonna get it before you, huh? Only difference is you wear them out the stove. But as soon as I get on my ice, them hoes must be room to I need it. A couple more to go. Cool my drink, you know. The greatest thing I got, yeah. My hand in the mouth, well, I'm sitting down, yeah. I need a statue, yeah. Mm, got a bronze attitude, yeah. Are you running shit, nigga? Yeah. Don't make your innocence heavier. Fucking up all your tibias. We really just trying to get rid of you. Like we never even heard of you. Even Jesus was a shepherd, yeah. Follow this way, maybe he'll save. And you might learn some lessons, huh? Listen up while I'm preaching, yeah. No talking while I'm speaking, huh? Cause I was born with an embedderman. Funny now, it's irrelevant. Cause now I got a clear rhetoric. And a higher mind, a hieroglyphic, yeah. All this knowledge got me tripping, huh? Got me really pimping on this pyramid. Let's love, let's love. More sex, more sex. Less cows, less cows. Just text. Got a new bitch with my old ex. Got good weed, no stress. Got a new bitch with my old ex. Got good weed, no stress. All right, here we go. That was Big Dogs Cave Spotlight. Shout out to those two artists that came on. Uh, Cat's not here, so we're going to knock this out. We're going to call this Big Dogs Outhouse. It's time for Big Dogs Outhouse on Inside the Cave. Same thing. You want to participate? Email us inside the cave podcast at gmail.com. Attention to Cat for Cat's Corner or Big Dog for Big Dog's Outhouse. Hey, so last time we did it, it was so much shit that happened that uh, the, 
they, they said they're going to be anonymous, but females wanted to ask our opinion, but really wanted to ask Kat too, but she's not here, uh, about certain situations where they think their man might be, you know, uh, gay because they found out that how, not gay, but they found out that, you know, how we look at things and they want to know if these situations that their man, these predicaments that their men were in, normal. Okay, so here's the, here's Anonymous. She says that um, her man one day was drinking his beer and he sat it down and his best friend picked it up and drank right behind him. Is that normal? Big dog, is that normal? Hell no. <laughs> you ain't never shared the blunt? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't inhale. <laughs> hey, and, 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 and you know what? You got to put your lips on your fingertips, not the blunt. Wow. Okay. Wait a school them, dog. Wait a school them. <laughs> I mean, at least that's what I was told anyway. You know? Right. Bill Clinton could have used you, man. Man. Okay. Well, uh, the rest of you guys, how you feel? Is this something she should be worried about? How how old is he? Well, I don't know how old he is. She's in her thirties. She's a grown ass man, that's for sure. Yeah, she's in her thirties. Well, I know. Uh, so well, the only time the only time when it was acceptable to drink behind somebody is when you were underage drinking and you were standing at the basketball court at around 35 degrees, everybody's huddled, everybody's passing the 40. That was <laughs> that, that was the only time when it was acceptable to drink behind somebody. And even then, you like 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 Big Dog said, you, you don't put your lips on the bottle. Though. Yeah, you don't put your lips on the bottle. You know what I'm saying? No backwash. Yeah, yeah, you got your hand, you got your hand right where you sipping, and you kind of putting your lip on your thumb. So well, look, man, I, I don't know no man that share no bill. You might share a bottle of lip. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might, you know what I'm saying? But come on, bro. <laughs> This shit ain't right. I got a cotton mouth, goddammit. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's the last bill on earth. <laughs> hey, she, she, she should be worried about that. I don't know, man. Keep your eyes on her. <laughs> All right, I mean, you know, go. her man, the, the guy to put the bill down might not be, but the other guy. <laughs> well, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Strike one. Okay. <laughs> she need to look for two more strikes. Okay. Pause. Right, here's, here's another one. Uh, she's used to, because she's used to uh, men putting Carmex or lip balm on their lips. But is it normal for her man to pucker up and use chapstick <laughs> like his lipstick? Is, is, is that normal? Big dog, how do you uh, put your lip balm or Vaseline on? Oh, nigga. Oh, I mean, <laughs> hey, we're just trying to help people here. I, mean, <laughs> I can't make this stuff up, man. Uh, kind of bullshit is this, CB? Right. These women, based off our last conversation, they want to know <laughs> is, this, is this stuff they should worry about. You might need to ask LL that shit. <laughs> Roland, is that is it is it normal for them to? Fuck her up and use chapstick. Well, I use I use the uh, the Vaseline. I actually squirt it on my finger oh, first. Oh. 
All right, this ain't going too well. <laughs> this ain't going too well. <laughs> All right, and the last one is, uh, she says last summer, her man and her, her her man and his brother got into a fight, and she said they both were on top of each other, rolling around, and it was and it lasted a little bit too long. Is it normal for men to fight like that? I mean, I, I, you know, I've never witnessed that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Swing or do something, motherfucker. Read that. that again. She says, last summer, her and her man, her man and his brother got into a fight. They was laying on the ground cuddling, brother. <laughs> <laughs> she said the fight lasted too long with them on top of each other. Is that normal? Do men fight like that? No, okay. <laughs> no, but listen, listen. You got you got two types of fighters, right? <laughs> no, no, no. You got three types of fighters, right? You got dudes from New York, they throw them hands, right? Mm -hmm. I'm from Pittsburgh. What we do is we take two swings and then we try to scoop a nigga. Then, then you got them niggas that do the windmill fighting, and we know what those are. <laughs> wow. But see, you, you didn't describe nobody what she was talking about. These guys were on the ground hugging. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's not fighting. They was doing something else. They wasn't swinging. They wasn't biting. Yeah. Nothing. I'm gonna tell you something because you want to talk about two brothers. My two sons, they fight and they and they both four and under and they fight like oh my gosh, they fight like like they like they like they two rival gang leaders. I'm like, <laughs> man, they be picking up shit. And <laughs> so this is kind of weird for two grown ups to be rolling on the ground together. So I don't know, but you know they are brothers, so I don't want to I don't know what to say with that. Now we do have a serious uh, Cat's Corner uh, Big Dog hey, before, before you go to that ask, Tell the caller Ask them this If they go camping oh, do, they, do they Do they take one sleeping bag? Alright Alright Anonymous writes in, she wants to know this. She says she has been, she said her husband has two kids from a previous marriage. She was pregnant beforehand, but had an abortion once she found out the guy she was pregnant by was married. Her and her husband have been trying to have, get pregnant for a while now, and they can't seem to do it. Recently, she just got pregnant. She was sleep. Oh, okay. Hold on. I'm sorry. Let me read. Let me start that over. Recently, I recently I started. Recently I started sleeping with my ex, and I ended up getting pregnant. But I've been sleeping with my husband at the same time. What should I do? And who do you think the baby is by? Man. So let's get the timeline right. That she already had two kids. She 
she... No, 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 no. He has two kids from a previous marriage. Okay. She, she was pregnant before, but had an abortion. So she was afraid that she couldn't have kids, and then she pops up pregnant. Yeah. It's, the, it's, it's her ex's kid. That's who it is. I already know whose kid it is. Dude starts shooting blanks after he had two kids. It wasn't her problem because of the abortion. It was his. And then that's why she got pregnant. It's the side dude. So what should she do? Pray. Pray. <laughs> right. I think that I think that whatever is important to her, if she feels like this child is important, because I believe that the dude knows he's shooting blanks, and when she come up pregnant, he know it ain't his. Mm. Yeah, dude, dude could have got fixed. You know what I'm saying? It didn't tell him. Yeah, I mean, well, he, he could be holding oh, some secrets too. Man. Yeah, dudes, dudes do that. Dudes be doing that. Damn. So all of a sudden she gonna pop up pregnant. Oh man. Yeah, she might as well go on and tell on herself because he know. Wow. Wow. Lamar, you got anything on this? Man, she better uh, <laughs> 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 say, put on her damn track shoes. <laughs> Back up shit and run away, huh? <laughs> oh man. Well. Hey, but you know, on the real man, she she need, she do need to find out. Yeah. I mean, you know, because it's really about the kid. I mean, she fucked up. I mean, the situation is what it is. I mean, dude could be holding the secrets. I mean, you know, you don't know. So, I mean, you know, you just got to think about the kid, man. He need to know who his people is. Well, that's what's funny about that is, is that <clears throat> what's sad, and I, I, I know this at least about three generations of people that's around me, that this is a common problem. I won't try to paint a broad brush in the whole community, man. But if I know like I know, this is a problem in broken homes in the community, man. And you got people who don't know who their real parents is. I, I, you know, if I can be, you know, this is a serious question. So let me take this moment to be a little bit more, a, a little open and honest with you guys. My grandfather, meaning my dad's dad, my last name is a made up name. My dad, my my grandfather was literally a Rolling Stone. He had uh, a whole nother family, um, and his relationship with my grandmother is a is an alias. We don't, I don't know who this nigga really is. And he died when I was really young, um, but it's like it's like the running joke in my family. Like I can't even trace my roots back past my my grandfather. I don't even know who my great grand people are. None of that. Wow. Now, since 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 you know probably the last twenty years, my father because he's an elder in a church, you know, forgiveness and all of that stuff. My dad actually has a relationship with all the the other family members from the other family. Like this is this is common, man. So if she keeps this secret, what happens is is you what like if you think back, and I don't know if this happened in you guys' life, but it seems like if you trace back. We normally have children the same age as our parents. So if you have kids early in life, 18, 20 years old, your parents normally had you at that age, right? So what happens is, is when you interject this, uh, what we call generational curse into the family, what happens is, is that daughter or that, that child's going to grow up 
and make a bad decision in their life where some type of mystery is going to come on. If it's a female, she's going to have a bit, she's going to be dating two or three guys. She's not going to know who the father is and all this other foolishness, man. You know what? I will agree, though, that they, there is a study that's saying that because they're trying to figure out what, what, what women, they said that most women that come from a, a home with mother and, mother and father, those are the women that usually end up getting married. Right. That's what they. I mean, that's, that's a study that they say. And the same thing with guys. If they come from a, a home where they saw mom and dad, then that's what they. That's what they do. They go out and try to create a family because that's what they've been around most of their life. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now that's not always the rule, but for the most part, that's what they say. So it might be something to that. All right. You guys, guys, got anything else on that? Nah, man. They pretty much sums it up. Like I say, you know, it's all about that kid knowing who his peoples are. That's true, big dog. I don't normally agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. That was uh, that was big dog's outhouse this week. No Joe Dirt today, but I got a dirt sheet. So let's oh, let's no. get into this. This is the dirt sheets by CB this week. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the Cave Podcast. Tell him something, Joe! Inside the game. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> That's not the dirt sheet. I'm going to edit that. I just want to play. <laughs> I've been waiting to do that since Lamar came here, man. <laughs> I've been waiting to do that. Boy, you got the Remy Ma face. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's not the dirt sheet. That's not. <laughs> I've been wanting to do that since Lamar, man. I've been wanting to do that. I'm going to get shot, goddamn. <laughs> oh, man. No, no. You know, I do got one. This is wild. I'm going to put this on InsideTheCavePodcast.com so you can go there and actually see the whole video. So a man decides he wants to uh, propose to his to his fiance, to his lady. So she come, he comes home to propose. This is from BruteNews.com. He comes in the house to propose, <laughs> propose to his woman. And when he walks in, his woman is going down on her best friend. So... <laughs> You can go to Brute News, or you can go see this story on InsideTheCavePodcast.com. Now, instead of this man enjoying the situation, he decides to tear up the whole house. He starts throwing chairs, throwing uh, anything he can see, and basically gets into a physical altercation. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Was this friend female? Yeah, there were two females going going in on each other. And, And, And... and he was mad? Yes, he was mad. You, 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 you can see this video. You can see this. Yeah, you can see this video on InsideTheCavePodcast.com. This guy was extremely upset. And uh, he tore up the whole house. And uh, and both ladies had to restrain him. And you can go to InsideTheCavePodcast.com to see this video. It's unbelievable. I just don't understand. Now, let me ask you guys a serious question. Because... I joke around like this at home a lot, and my wife is quick to say, "Okay, something gonna happen." Then you end up losing your woman to a, to a, it's all fun and games until until you end up losing your woman to a woman. So if 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 any of us is in a situation like this, and you don't, 
we won't have to say it because we're all married. We want to say our wives. But you walk into a situation like that, is violence the first thing that comes to your mind? It all depends. Okay. <laughs> Explain, dog. Is she doing a better job? <laughs> oh, man. Hey, hey, I'm, I'm going to just keep it all the way 100. Okay. On this one. The only way we don't give a fuck is if the woman that we're with, we really don't give a fuck about what she do anyway. Mm-hmm. But the average man that really loves his wife or his woman or whatever, yeah. he ain't trying to share, bro. I kind of agree with you on that, man. I just couldn't. I couldn't. I mean, see. you know, we all when we young, we talk that shit. But you know, once you, you know, you get to a point, you like, okay, so you mean to tell me? You gonna take a chance on losing? I mean, not take a chance, but you gonna be okay with sharing? Yeah, I, I agree with that because I, I don't, I don't think I could share my wife. I don't when our kids was born. I ain't like sharing my wife with my kids. I mean, <laughs> we were just talking about cracking the motherfucking head for taking a sip of our beer. Right, right. right. <laughs> we don't want to share that. Yeah. So you kind of got a point on that. Now I do believe if you if you was just with a girl. And you can't, I just can't believe that the, the first thing when you see this video, this dude was just upset. Now, I guess because he was getting ready to propose to her. Maybe that's the reason why he was very upset. But I mean, you can see it, man. She, this girl was going down on her, man. That girl. But you know, you got to think about this too, CB. We're we, we in a different time now. Yeah. And you got some females out here now. They're not playing. Yeah, yeah, you ain't lying. So you're fucking around and lose your lady to another lady because in the back of your mind you thinking you're gonna be able to join them but <laughs> you're probably not gonna be able to join them they got other plans yeah <laughs> oh man well that is the dirt sheet by cb this week you guys can go to uh, inside the cave podcast.com under the dirt sheets and look at that video the dirt sheets by joe dirt hey uh but by the way lamar we haven't spoken to you since your birthday how was your birthday brother you did it big <laughs> it was a good time man i don't remember half of that night but uh i i, I was told that uh it was a real good time I, I probably lasted you know half the night but shit, i had so many shots coming coming towards me I blacked out, man. I <laughs> it started off good. I'm just crossing my fingers it ended it ended good, but I I, I really couldn't even tell you, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, look like you mad at you. Yeah, man. You look like you hit the ball. Yeah, man. No doubt. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, that was Inside the Cave. Hey, our next episode. First of all, let me give a shout out to our cave spotlights this week. Make sure you go to inside the cave and check those guys out. Uh, thank you for coming on and everything. Our next show will be uh, our interview with uh, Fresno Quindo. So you guys want to check that out. That might come early too next week. So uh, make sure you check that out. Fresno Quindo, he will be the next champ, boxing champ. So uh, check that out. And uh, make sure you find, hey, you got a new store coming up. Everybody always asking how you, how you can uh, donate to the show. When this store pops up, I'm going to hold you guys to it. You guys know who you are. Hey, man, I want to keep the show going. What can I give and all this? Okay, so we're going to have your answer in a couple weeks. All right? That was Inside the Cave. All right, big dog, go ahead and get us out of here, brother. On behalf of the Sleeves Report, 
<laughs> and the guys at Inside the Cave, want to thank y'all for tuning in. And we'll catch y'all ass next week. Inside the cave. 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 You're on the number one show, Inside the Cave. Three Lee Films.